I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Taryn, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Good. Welcome to FML. Tell everyone what brings you here. Uh, so should I attend my friend's daughter's birthday after a recent falling out? Oh, wow. Okay, you wrote us this, Taryn. Uh, hey, Roz and Mocha, Fix My Life. I recently had a falling out with my group of friends, and it was quite a messy situation. None of them reached out to me and I didn't contact them either after the incident which happened a few months ago. However, a few days ago, one of them reached out and invited me to their daughter's first birthday party. I'm unsure about whether I should attend because she didn't even check in on me after the whole situation that unfolded with all of us. What happened? Um, so I actually recently got married and they kind of felt like I didn't appreciate them enough for the, for the help that they did. Um, for me at the time and I don't know we just had like a huge discussion about that they said their side I told them my side but I guess we just weren't getting through to each other at at the time and and we've been friends for like over 10 years now it's not even like they're new friends or anything so I I don't even know what to do at this point and is this just one person or is this like a whole group of people so we had uh, there's the group is like six people but there were three people that felt really unappreciative like they wanted me to like I don't know, do what? Like, they wanted me to maybe give them, like, a huge speech or something. Like, I'm the bride. We have multiple events in my culture. There's so much going on in my head. And I was just trying to make them understand that, but they just weren't understanding anything. Oh, so they, okay. they felt like they were dissed because they weren't acknowledged for their contribution yeah. to your wedding. Gotcha. And now, do you, think you maybe, do you think maybe that this invite is a way of them reaching out to you to kind of, like, bury the hatchet type of thing? I have a feeling because after after the invite, I I was normal. I told her that I have a work event that I can try to skip for her. Um, yeah. And I can speak with my manager and she was cool with it. And then after a little while, she asked me how I'm doing and everything. Oh. But I'm still like upset that, you know, like she didn't try to solve anything before this whole invite. It's difficult for people to admit when they're wrong. Right. It's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult for people to apologize. It's difficult for people to be the first one to reach out when there's a rift between friends. All that stuff mm -hmm. is very hard. And, and so this may have been a very convenient way for her to get around having a conversation with you and maybe just 
mutually agreeing silently to sort of start fresh and put things behind you. But that doesn't sound like that's good enough for you. And I, when I say good enough, I don't mean that you're being a bully here, but I mean, no, no. You, you're sort of like, you're unsure of what the situation is. Yeah. I, I would reach out to her and say, hey, listen, I would love to go to your daughter's one-year-old birthday party, which I don't know why anybody would want to attend one of those things. Oh, wow. Um, and, but Thank I, God I, I didn't invite you to our son's <laughs> when he turned one. <laughs> um, we did it a real bit. Yeah, nobody wants to go to a kid. Family does. Family does. Uh-huh. Friends don't want to go to your kid's one, I don't one know. birthday party. All my party. friends showed up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, would, I would have a conversation with her and say, hey, listen, I would love to go um, and I love that you reached out, but I think a conversation between you and I needs to to happen before yeah. I sort of show up. And I need okay. to know that we're both on the on the right side of the page because I really do want to continue this friendship and I miss you a lot, but we need to have a yeah. quick com- we need to have a quick conversation because I don't think either one of us is going to feel entirely comfortable if we just pretend nothing is going on. And yeah. you never know, maybe Taryn, maybe she does want to have that conversation with you and was planning mm-hmm. on doing it at the birthday party, but again, not the right place, not, not the right time, time right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe okay, if you're um, if you're looking to to mend the relationship and yeah. still be in each other's lives and it's you know important to you, then absolutely have the conversation before the birthday party. Okay, I guess I'll I'll try that draft then. Uh, have a have a conversation before you go. Have have that okay. conversation before you go. Okay, and I we wish the best for you and your friends. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Fiona, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, hey. All right, hey, Fiona. Mocha. What's going on with you? Why are you here? Dogs keep peeing on my bushes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How do we get here? Uh, Fiona, you already says, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I planted nine baby shrubs on my front lawn this spring, and they are so round and cute. The problem is all the neighborhood dogs love to keep peeing on them every oh, no. day. We've been trying to wash off the smell and urine uh, with the hose, but it's not enough to stop the stench. Uh, It didn't help that there was no rain for three weeks and we smell it every time we open the front door. Short of yelling at the neighbors, that is, uh, if we ever catch them in the act, how else do I stop dogs from peeing on my beloved shrubs? Wow. I think once that stench is there, isn't it always there? Like forever? I think once one dog pees there, all the dogs are going to pee there. Like that's their spot now. Yeah, yeah. They use it. They've used it as nine different marking posts now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Saturated. You're done. You don't don't see each other. Yeah. I've never tried to get, hold on, dogs to stop peeing on bushes, I guess. Shrubs? Yeah. Yeah, Have you ever tried, um, what's that stuff that they sell at uh, like the camping store? Um, like fox pee or something like that? Can you use that? Like spray isn't that kind of stuff as a deterrent? On top of other pee? Isn't that going to be double the pee? I don't, I don't know. I, but like, yeah, I think that you can like go get, like get yourself like a jar of moose urine or something, can't you? Doesn't that, doesn't that help? Or like coyote pee or something? Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I thought that stuff kind of works. Um, <laughs> we have, we had that problem. Um, and then we had like an area on the corner of our driveway that the dogs always used to go and, and 
pee and poo on and stuff like that. And it was really revolting. Um, and so we found this really beautiful um, purple bush, but it's very prickly. Okay. Right? Like if I walk by and I'm in like jogging pants or something, yeah. it grabs onto you. Right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't hurt. It's just little prickles, yeah. right? It's very prickly, though, and it's a beautiful little shrub. So you tell them to plant those? So every time a do- it, the dogs would come up and they'd lift their leg, right? Oh. And, then, and then the wind oh. would go, and it would just a little little, little, no. little prick to the you prick. you know what's going to happen? Right? I, they're going to just find another place in the vicinity. They didn't. To pee. They didn't. No, I'm saying in, no in, more. In, in Fiona's yeah. situation. Like, I, I see people putting up, like, little fences and stuff like this. I, I don't know. I, 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 I know dogs and dogs, like, once they find that place to pee, you know, they're just going to continue to pee there. But I think it's really up to the owners. Like, if I, I, I think it's weird when you're walking down the street and you let your dog pee on someone else's hard work. Like, I think it's just so disrespectful. And I know dog owners and they're like, oh, it's my dog and it's fine. It's just pee. What am I going to do? I got to walk the dog. I know, but like I spent $200 on that shrub and now I don't even want to touch it because you and your inconsiderate ass let your dog urinate on it every single day because you don't want to walk to the park. Could you, well, I mean, depending on how far the park is. Does, I don't matter. Don't pee on somebody else's lawn. It's not cool. We try to let our dogs pee on, I guess, the, what do you call it, the boulevard side? Like the side that's facing the street? But if that's there's a strip of grass that's But that's right somebody there. else's property. I know, but still. Why don't they pee in your yard? They do pee in my yard. But why don't they only pee in your yard? They do that as well. Yeah. Because sometimes, well, we take them for walks around the block. Yeah. Exercise it, and stuff. Yeah, I know. But then you, you put them on the road. <laughs> Walk them on the road. Oh, my God. Walk them on the road. It's so rude. It's no. so rude. You're not going to stop a dog from peeing on those shrubs. No, Fiona. I'm not. But you can. I would. I think it's completely up to the owners. I think it's the height of rudeness. Like, especially you got a garden there and you want to go out on a Sunday and do some work. You know, and then you got to touch it. And it stinks. Well, it's wear just wear gloves. That's not my problem. <laughs> I should be able to get out there in the dirt with no gloves on. <laughs> it's your shrubs. Deal no, with it. no, no. I would. Have you tried yelling? <laughs> well, I, I would. I would. Except when I do see the dog going past the house and they see me, nothing happens. Right. Yeah. So I need to be able to catch them in the act, run out, and then. But I don't. I don't want to do that. Do that either, right? I mean, it's it's not. I don't want to be that neighbor that comes uh-huh. out and yells at people either. Yeah, I think you're going to have to either deal with it or remove those shrubs. Like, put them oh, somewhere well, else. Remove I, them. I do have to tell you, though, other neighbors have confronted dog uh-huh. owners peeing on their garden, yeah. and the dog owners are actually very rude. Yes, we all have to bend over because you have a dog. Ugh, don't even get me started. I don't hate dog owners. I don't want to. Sounds like you already already started. No, but you know me. Okay, what I deal with is on garbage day, if I don't bring my cans in Uh immediately, some dog owner throws his bag of poo in the bottom of my garbage can. That's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as disrespectful disrespectful as letting your dog pee on my hard work. Just as disrespectful. Have you tried praying? (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I think at this point you may be down to either like like violence or praying. You yeah. can go either way. Shem agrees with the praying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And maybe Mocha was onto something when you I, like. I don't know if it works, but I know you can buy like those jars or cans or bottles of spray bottles, of, spray bottles of urine. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if that's if that stuff works. Um, maybe it does. I don't know. I don't know. Um, have you ever tried that? No, you've never tried Mm-mm. it, right? No, no. no? no, no, no I wonder no, no. what that smells like. Coyote urine? Yeah. Is it thick? A fox, fox Is it thick, you think? Uh, I imagine it I imagine no, it to be thick. No, I think it's normal. You think, yeah? Thick. Yeah, yeah. That's so gross. <laughs> anyway, Fiona, there you go. I don't know if we helped you or not, but Yeah, I don't know. I, it was, it was good to have your support. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have it. You have it. Thanks for letting you vent. Yes. Appreciate you, Fiona. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you you ching welcome to the uh Roz and mocha show am i saying your name right yes all right. right uh what's going on why are you on fml today how can i navigate the tension between my wife and my mother how can you navigate the tension between your wife and your mother bro if we had the answer to that <laughs> millionaires uh, Anyway, uh, Yu Chang, you wrote it says, Hey, Razumoka, fix my life. My wife and mother have a strained relationship. She doesn't want to communicate with my mother and doesn't want me to either. She's Ooh. also asked me not to share pictures of our child with my mother, effectively keeping her out of our child's life. I'm looking for a way to balance their concerns and ensure our child can still have a relationship with their grandmother. What happened? Why is the relationship so strained? So it uh, added up. Uh, ever since the pandemic and uh, a few things like financially my mom has a few properties in china and my my wife feels like she should sell those properties to help us financially and then plus on top of that uh, my wife feels like she wasn't helping out during the pandemic and she wasn't being here with us so in canada and uh, things add up and now they're not speaking to each other so wait a second is your mom in, in china yeah oh okay so you're wife expected your mom <laughs> who lives in China that when the pandemic started should have like helped you guys out financially just because she owns property in China, but also leave China to come to Canada to help you all out. So she feels like it's either or if she can't come here, then she should help us financially. But if she's able to come here, then the financial problems will be set aside. It was it was very difficult for people in China to come to Canada. Yeah. Right? And yeah. and your mother and I don't suspect that your mother is a young woman. No. So yeah, but no, the, the show, to her point is uh, she didn't show the uh, willingness to help. You're 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 saying that the relationship is strained because your mother didn't want to sell her property to help you guys financially. To me that makes perfect sense. Yeah. That's one of the reasons. Like, you can't ask somebody to sell a house because you're having money troubles. I understand. Okay, so how do you feel about the situation? <laughs> I feel that I'm sort of on my mother's side. Sort of, or you are? I, I am. Okay, so you've explained that to your wife, and she says what? She says she doesn't understand. That's a very difficult conversation to have. When, you're, when your wife is warring with your mother, you can't, I guarantee it. I guarantee you have not looked your wife in her face and said, I'm on my mother's side. I, yeah, 
No. No, you have not. Yeah, come on, bro. Okay. <laughs> come on. Everything, I feel, just feel like everything I say just makes matter worse. Yes. Right. Because no matter what you say or what your mom says, your wife will never, ever, ever come around to your side. Yeah. Jeez, man. One avenue you can go down is that for some reason your wife feels slighted by your mother because she wasn't willing to sell property to help you guys out during the pandemic. But I think that maybe the only way that you can work around this is you understand family dynamics and not everybody has to get along 100% of the time. But the one thing that is so easily avoidable is to let money problems break up relationships in a family, especially a money problem that didn't even exist. It's not like your mom sold a property, gave you guys the money, and then is expecting you to pay her back and you guys don't have the money. Like, that's real money problems. You guys have make-believe money problems, which is you had a problem financially and you thought that your mom could fix it all. She didn't want to get involved. And now the family's torn apart. There is no money problem. It's all your money problem. Your mom has nothing to do with this. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. But uh, she was staying on top of the issues as well. The way my mother says things of, from time to time, it just makes me, makes her feel, doesn't feel good. Things like what though? Give us an example. Yeah. Uh, so for example, like we want to send our son to a better school and my mom doesn't see the point, which always, which again comes down financially because she feels like my mom isn't willing to give out extra money for to send our son to a private school, for instance. But my, my wife is, my to my wife's point, if you have the extra money, why don't you give our grandchild a better life? But okay, but so, that's her money, though. Is your mom rich? No, not anymore. Like she's retired. Wait, but, but your mom but, was rich, sort of. Like, like what kind of rich are we talking? Not, 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 not like golden toilet rich. Not like you, Ross. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's not Ross rich. Yo, why is your wife looking for a handout? That's the thing I don't understand. Like, are you? That must make you feel terrible. Like you're not providing and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, are you like that much in financial distress that you need help? It's so we're kind of living on paycheck by paycheck. Okay. Sort of right now. Yeah. That's kind of normal, man. Yeah. That's yeah, everybody, bro. I feel like we should. Like, I mean, to my point, right? I feel like we should be able to live by ourselves, not asking our money for money. But and I then, think you need to stress that to your wife, though. I did, but then to her point, it's like your mom has this much money to give us a better life why doesn't she do it yo what about your in-laws what about your wife's parents so they have been also providing already oh i don't know if there's a way out of this um simply because of the distance i i think that your wife only sees your mom as a financial provider and not an emotional part of the family. Like, I don't think your wife cares if your son has a relationship with his grandmother because to your wife, the grandmother is working her way out of the family simply because she won't provide cash. Yeah, and also because her mother has been, my wife's mother has been coming over to help us with the child. So right. she feels like it does, it's not fair. Right, but your wife, your mom lives in China. No, no, her parents are also in China. Oh, my God. Home. Okay. Damn, bro. You, you, your wife's got to stand up on her own two feet, man. Or four feet, uh, both of us. Right. Well, yeah, you too. But, sure. but, uh, but you got you to gotta have a... You gotta, your problem with all of this is that you are refusing to have a difficult conversation with your wife. Because you're trying yeah. to avoid conflict. I and get I it. I get that, man. But still, man, like this is... Yeah. This is a situation that needs to be settled. 
Yeah. And you over money, you don't cut people out of your out of your life, especially not over this. It's not like somebody made somebody else go broke. It's just the simple fact that your mom wouldn't sell a house to give you guys the the, the cash from it. Like this is a tough conversation that you're going to have to have with your wife, but you don't cut people out of your life for that. Especially my mom. Especially your mom. Yeah. That's you, not fair, your Rob. mom. That's your mom. Okay. Okay. Well, you Chang, thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.